0: You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. And we are just really rolling along here with these interviews. Lots of people who are really interesting to talk to. There is just so many people that I just want to talk to and interview on the podcast. There's never enough time to get them all, but we're doing it here. And Today we talk with Tiffany Gormley, who is a breathwork expert. So What does that mean? That means that she works on your breathing and how to do breathing exercises to actually help heal you. I know this sounds crazy. I know it sounds a little woo-woo new age, but let me tell you something. I've had a little experience in this and you're going to hear about that on this episode. And it really does wonders. And there's something extremely therapeutic about it. So if you're listening to this and you feel you have some emotional wounds, you feel you have some trauma, this is going to be a good introduction to breath work that can actually help fix this. Okay. So what Tiffany is going to be talking about is all about why breath work is so important, how it helps. And also there's an exercise that is included here. So we are going to go through an actual five minute breath work meditation, so to speak. And she's going to be guiding us through that. I actually do it with you. So when I did it, I was actually doing and, and and doing exactly what she was saying and following her instructions. And it was very cool. So We have that towards the end. I just want to say this. On her end, the mic was a little bit messed up. So it's going to be a little bit <laughs> I don't want to say uh, no pun intended here, but I guess the idea here is we're talking about breathwork, but it gets a little breathy just because there's something a little bit wrong with her mic. But hopefully I fixed it just enough where you can still listen to it. You know, There was part of me that said I, I wanted to do it over just because it didn't have the quality of sound that I was looking for. But I really feel like this just gave really good information and I think that we wouldn't really get to that. Level that we got to here. If we redid it, so I am releasing it. Maybe I'm being a little picky, and you're going to listen to it and be like, "I don't know what Trip's talking about." It's fine, but I just want to mention that because, as you know, I'm always trying to give you the best quality, so you can really hear the information and not think about the quality of the sound, but the quality of what you're hearing. Okay, so just note that as you're listening to it. But hopefully, I fixed it as best as possible. Anyway, Tiffany is a very smart woman and knows what she's talking about. And just has a lot of cool things to say about breath work, which I have not talked about on my podcast before. So, you're going to get a nice little education on this and a great introduction into how you can try to fix some of these deeper emotional wounds that might hurt your self esteem and your confidence and the way that you see the world. So, let's dive into it. Here's my interview with Tiffany. I really hope it helps. Hope you enjoy. Hey Tiffany good to have you on the podcast. thanks for doing this
1: great to be here, Trip. thanks for having me.
0: yeah, no, of course. you do interesting work. I was interested in in talking to you and hearing more about it. Maybe before you talk about what you do, you can tell us how you got into this and and who you are and how you discovered some of the things that you help people with.
1: yeah, I would love that. So I discovered breath work earlier this year in February and I had sustained a injury during yoga. So I could no longer do yoga, which had kind of become my form of meditation. And breath work really came into my life at the perfect time. And it allowed me to continue having an active meditation practice and allowed me to really tap into a deeper sense of myself that I had really never experienced and a deeper sense of knowing. And after my first session, I just knew that my soul was called to this work. And I am a dental hygienist by trade. And so my journey kind of started back in dental hygiene school. And through the years, my relationship with breathwork has evolved. And when I discovered transformational breathwork earlier this year, it just really allowed me to go from a place of reading about personal growth and development and beginning to embody and really transition and change and transform my life. So it has been a beautiful journey and you know heartbreak has always such a great motivator to find oneself and it helped me to really be on the path of self discovery and through my own relationships i have been married in the past and went through the experience of being divorced and in that really allowed me to go on the journey of just what does self-healing mean and what do I believe? And in that one question of what do I believe and what I was told to believe has just been such a beautiful unfolding that has led me to be here where I am in this work of embodiment coaching and breath work.
0: What were you told to believe?
1: I was raised in a very religious household and just was very much told that my worth was very much based on the man who I was with. And that my role was that of being a wife and a mother. And in that sense of duty, that there was a role that a woman had and there was a role that a man had. And so to have my own business and to create something that is of my own design has been such an empowering and freeing process for me to break those limiting beliefs and to know that partnership is truly equality. And being committed to growth and love.
0: Got it. Got it. Interesting. So what got you into then finally deciding to teach some of the stuff that you do?
1: So I have been a yoga instructor since 2018. And yoga is such a beautiful practice. And I love yoga in so many ways. And that really allowed me to find my voice as a, someone to hold space. and in the evolution of my journey, holding space with breath work and tapping into that deeper sense of knowing without having to go through a 60 to 90 minute vinyasa class and to have that same sort of elated, just soft feeling of that mind being unhinged was so powerful. And once I knew that just even three minutes of breath work can completely shift your energetic state because we are made up really entirely of energy. And so, so often we get caught up in the personal growth world of mindset, but we forget about the emotional and the energetic states that also need to be addressed in order to have true lasting transformation. And that's where breathwork can come in to help integrate really the emotionality that we feel and the emotional wounds to feel safe in our bodies, to really evolve as the energetic beings that we are.
0: So explain what breathwork is. When I hear breathwork, I think of like Wim Hof method. Uh, not that necessarily anyone listening would know what that is. Uh, some do, but what what does that mean?
1: Absolutely. That's such a great question. So, you know, it's true. We breathe from the time that we come out of the womb. And so why would we ever want to learn how to breathe? But when we breathe in that conscious continual stream What we're doing is we're actually helping bypass the nervous system so that we can go into a more parasympathetic nervous state, which leads us into that rest and digest. And so in the world that which we live, there is so much stress and overwhelm that we constantly live in this beta state of just high pressure. And breath work allows us to tap into our own energetic state and shift our frequency and the alpha waves of our brain into a more alpha state so that we can actually be more calm and relaxed.
0: Okay, got it. So calm and relaxed. I remember I did a meditation in Bali. It was a group meditation where you sit in a circle and everyone's holding hands. You close your eyes. And I remember doing some pretty intense breath work where it completely released all of this pent up energy. I'm curious if that's similar to what you teach?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, there are so many different streams of breath work.
0: I'm sure. Right.
1: And, you know, my first experience was more of a holotropic breath work, which is very intense, it's like a three hour meditative session. It can really overload the system. And I personally chose to get certified in pause breath work, which is a trauma-informed approach to breath work, where it really is about incorporating breath work in small doses. And so, you know, even just two to three minutes to begin to integrate the body so that our body physically and energetically can handle that energetic upgrade that we experience when we go through this breath work. And so it really allows us to tap in so much more quickly because it bypasses that brain and that ego that tries to tell us that you know we all those to do lists or the other billion things that we should be doing when we try to sit there in silence and meditate. And so it's almost like industrial grade meditation and it is a blended method that my mentor Sam has created just because of her own experience as well. And just that trauma-informed piece is so critical to helping people feel safe, to feel safe in their body for the energetic shifts and frequency changes that are going to happen during breath work.
0: Got it. So when people work with you, what are they coming to work with you for? Like, What are some of the reasons why they would want to do breath work?
1: So really, a lot of it comes back to coming to the root of the cause of the wound. And what is the emotional wound and the energetic block in the system that the body is holding onto? Because the body is naturally the healer and we try to use our mind to overthink healing, when in reality we should surrender and allow the body to do the work. And so I hold space and give you the tools to really become your own guru, which is one thing I love so much about breathwork is it's a tool that you get to learn and then you get to take that with you and utilize it whenever you need so that you can really shift and tap into that energetic and that higher frequency self and state that is available to you at any time.
0: Okay, got it. Got it. So you know, right now, this audience that you're talking to is guys 18 to 50 years old, single, or maybe in recent relationships, they have issues with fear of rejection. They have issues with feeling low self-esteem, maybe feeling like a loser, not good enough, feeling uh, lonely and potentially depressed because of all those things. How would you help someone who's feeling some of those and going through that?
1: Absolutely. So depression is something that I myself have struggled with. And so cross-genders, I think really just that feeling of low and what is the point can just be such a pivotal point in our journey where we get to decide how do we choose to respond. And breathwork is something that empowers us to tap into our own power to make that choice. And really it comes back to the emotional state that we have. And so many men are shamed for expressing their emotionality. And it's about creating a safe container to express their emotionality and go into what the core of the wound is that's holding on to, that's preventing them from fully being able to express. And... The emotional state is really comes down to that piece of worthiness and where do we have that inner worthiness and knowing that we deserve the love that we desire. And there comes in that mindset piece of knowing what you want and having that list and that dream girl. But if you don't believe that you're worthy to receive that dream girl, then it will never fully manifest for you. And so, You have to really take this approach to blending your mindset and your emotionality and that inner knowing of worthiness to your energetic and spiritual intuition. And your intuition is that deep self-trust and knowing, and that's deep self-love and that deep relationship. And so really, I help people develop that self-knowing and that self-trust by creating that relationship with themselves through breath and really beginning to identify where the ego mind can come in to self-sabotage.
0: Talk about that a little bit. When you say the ego mind coming in to self-sabotage, what are examples of that?
1: So essentially, our ego mind is that subconscious, which is the programming we have been told. And it can be any of those stories that come in that really aren't absolutely true any of those stories that are false beliefs that we tell ourselves that really just come from a lack of support system, just falling into bad habits. Our subconscious is something that rules really 95% of our actions. It's a repeat from the day before. Only 5% of what you think is actually a new thought. And so, when we allow ourselves to become more aware of our thoughts, we begin to change and take control and Really shift that narrative and begin to script what it is that we're wanting so that we can begin to embody and feel the emotions that we do want to call in so that we can manifest and have those dream women come in. And if we don't believe that we're actually worthy and feel it, then that self sabotage and that ego is always going to come in and try to tell you that you're not worthy and that you don't deserve this girl or that she's out of your league or that she's going to say no.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if you don't at least have that belief, you're not going to get to that point. It's going to be very hard. Like you said, you're going to be self-sabotaging yourself. You're going to be acting in a way that's going to be inherently unattractive because you don't have that confidence. You don't believe in yourself. You don't feel like you're deserving of it. And then it will just all blow up anyway because you don't actually have the true you know, inner game, so to speak, or just being able to have The knowing that you are worthy.
1: Absolutely. And you really just have to create that relationship with yourself before you can really expect that other person to bring you happiness. So often we get caught up in this external world of just we need this, we need that, or that girl's going to bring us happiness, or this is going to bring us happiness. And so we really start to pull from the external. When in reality, your external world is a re- reflection of your internal world. And in love, energy doesn't lie. It is a true mirror, and that is where relationship is so powerful is it gets to be one of the biggest mirrors of growth when you choose. And you have to really choose that commitment to be in that growth and have to have that confidence to know that you're showing up as that partner and that you are ready to be that partner for that person and be what it is that you want so you can hold the awareness and really grow together.
0: So where do you think this comes from? Why do you think guys have some of these issues? Where do some of this, some of these wounds and trauma actually come from, you think?
1: Oh, such a beautiful question. Really, everything comes back to our relationship with our parents, in my belief. And all the work that I've done and the work with the clients that I've done everything always goes back to our relationship with our parents and our caregivers. And if you think about it, our mother, we are told and programmed as a society that our mother is mother. You don't question mother. You listen to her. She's there to protect you. But in some cases, that's not always the experience that everybody gets. And sometimes we don't have that emotional bonding with the mother that we are as a human designed and need, which is why women raising children as a village is so powerful because women and children get the attention that they need and from whether it's from the father or the mother. And then it comes also to that father wound of, was the father there? Did the father abandon? You know, and so having a lack of security and safety often relates back to the father wound And not feeling worthy and not feeling good enough and not feeling seen or heard more so often relates to the mother. And so it's a very interesting dynamic when you start to do this self-work and to see and get curious. Because when we get curious about the wounds and the triggers and the traumas, then it becomes like a game. And we get to see, okay, why is this holding me up from actually elevating to the place in life that I want to be?
0: Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that it boils down to how you were raised and that's very interesting I've never heard it like that you're saying at this point we're, we don't live in tribes you know we generally <laughs> you know most of us are raised by either a mom and or a dad hopefully both if possible but it's like we only have two shots here and you're saying Long, long time ago, even if a father or a mother wasn't around, there would still be other people in the tribe. And that was good?
1: Absolutely. We as a human, our nervous system is designed to attune to the other nervous systems around us. So energetically, that's how we're so connected is that when you think about it, you're in your mother's womb. And during your pregnancy, your nervous system is developing and it's tuning to what her nervous system is doing. And so if you're not conceived in a, you know, a way where you have all of the, you know, if you're very anxious in your pregnancy, chances are you could have anxious tendencies as a child because your nervous system is already programmed to those triggers. And so it comes back just on a somatic body level, which is where breath work comes in and is so powerful is because it taps into the body. And so it allows for that full body healing and allows us to reprogram on a body level to feel safe to actually overcome those limiting beliefs.
0: Interesting, interesting. Okay, so how much breath work would a person need to go through in order to get the help that they need?
1: So really, breath work is such an individual process. And I think it's so great to have an integrative breath work that you do on a daily basis. I do five minutes of breath work in the morning. I do five minutes of breath work in the evening. And if I have like a moment of chaos or if I'm feeling very like untethered in my day, I will just sit for like two minutes and breathe for a second and just give myself a moment to kind of recenter and ground. And that's just kind of an integrative practice where you do it on a daily basis. And then really these meditative sessions, I currently do two meditative sessions where I get breathed by someone else two times a week. For someone else, that may be too much. And so your body and your nervous system will know. And a lot of times that resistance is related to trauma and the body not being ready to really let the trauma move through because you have to feel it to heal it. And so you have to really let yourself go there. And if you're not ready, then your body's going to come up with resistance to keep safe because that's that reptilian brain that wants to just always keep us safe. And then, so it's really about finding a program that's right for you. I have a eight-week breathwork series that helps with balancing the chakras and the energy and educating about breathwork in general, where it's one meditative breathwork session per week. But there's, you know, really just like I said, it is an individual thing, but I wouldn't say more than two to three meditative sessions a week. But really, we have to build up the space from integrative work into the more
0: meditative breath work. Okay, got it. Okay, so it it can it can take some time depending on what's going on. You know, back to my my story I said earlier, it was very interesting. Is that when I was doing the group meditation, I did it uh, three or four times over the course of a couple weeks, and doing the it was like this kind of hyperventilating in a way, like you kind of breathe really quick, like in and out, in and out, in and out. I don't remember exactly how it was, but a lot of in and out and then holding and then releasing. And I remember there was this one point where I started crying. And what was interesting, and I've never experienced anything like this, is the crying wasn't attached to an emotion. So you know, normally, when you cry, it's because you feel something. You're anxious, you're sad, you're depressed, you're hurt. Right. Normally, that's, you know, you feel that and that triggers crying or pain, physical pain, right? It's like this overwhelming sensation of emotion. And then you release it with a cry. What was interesting is I was crying and tears were streaming down the face, but I wasn't feeling anything that made that happen. Is this making sense to you at all? Or is this like, Well, what did he go through?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so... So Like a
0: release, like a body release almost. Yeah,
1: exactly. Your body just needing that, absolutely that release of that energy and just needing that. That's a purge. It's a way of purging. You know, you hear purging energy and tears and crying is absolutely an emotional release. And so even if it's not specific to one event. It's what your body needed. And so just allowing your body to go through that process is so beautiful. And that's just a beautiful way of trusting and surrendering and not needing to necessarily know the why, but just allowing yourself to go through and becoming the observer of the experience and just saying, okay, this is what I needed. And that's just so beautiful.
0: Got it. Okay, cool. No, that was was definitely interesting. And... And so yeah that's one of the reasons why I was interested in in interviewing you and hearing more about it like we've done here uh, just because it's you know it seems a little new age but there there is there's is something behind this.
1: Oh absolutely it's actually the like most ancient healing modality that has been around for since the beginning of time and for so long, we have just been disconnected from this simple yet powerful tool, And it really is the mission of pause breath work, which is what I'm a certified under. but also I know of so many other breathwork certifications, where it just truly is the mission to just bring how simple this healing modality and this tool is into your daily life. Prana is what, in Sanskrit, means life force. And so pranayama is using that life force energy and using our breath to control that life force energy. And there are actually people out there who live purely on breath and juice, which is a whole nother level. What does that mean? So they, they live on breath where they do breath. They're called breatharians where they do like extended breathing sessions where they breathe for multiple hours a day of this type of breathing but then all they drink or eat is just like juice and liquids and so they just get all of their nutrition from liquid and breath and so that's a whole nother like I said another level of living and commitment but their idea behind that is that we just need breath and energy because we are at our core energetic beings which ultimately has been proven by science and quantum physics.
0: Wow. how? how, Where are you in that? Are you starting to get (laughs) to that point too? Just breath and juice?
1: Um, You know, I do try to eat a very clean and like whole food lifestyle. I personally don't know that I could ever live on just juice. But I do love to do juice cleanses and do really enjoy having juice a part of my life. I drink celery juice every morning. So... That is something that I do incorporate. But as far as just being solely on that liquidarian, breatharian scale, not quite there, but I'm working on it.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Very interesting. So what do you think is next for, for Breath Orc? Like where do you think this is, this is headed?
1: So really, I think the more, especially as we are in the times that we are in and just this great awakening of 2020, and the more people are awakening to the idea and the fact that we are energetic beings and a soul in this physical body playing out this experience, that that will lead them to, through curiosity to self-exploration and just soul connection because you can't have any other real relationships or power out in this universe in which we live if you have no connection to yourself. If you're not truly connected to yourself and your core and your knowing and your desires, your beliefs and your values, you are going to be disconnected from the true oneness in which we all are. And so I think that the more that are awakened and just the more that are committed to this mission, I think people are just going to be on that path of self-healing, which is where I see us as you know humanity ascending to, where we are wanting to raise our frequency. And the coolest thing about breathwork is that it has been proven to, in fact, raise our inner frequency and the brain waves in which we hold in ourselves just by breathing. So just in two to three minutes, you can shift your entire energetic state. And the more that that becomes common knowledge, the idea behind it, people are going to seek it out and i think having such safe spaces and having a space for men to have that place to explore that emotionality is so so crucial because it doesn't help anyone if we continue to shame men or if we eye roll at the idea of helping men get in touch with their emotionality you know we have such a wave of the feminine but we all have feminine masculine energy and we need to help balance and awaken it within all of us
0: cool so For a guy at home who wants to get into this and do this himself, what would you recommend? Like, what's homework for a guy to try out some breath work? You know, you said you do it twice a day. So, what can a guy do to try this out?
1: So, really, if you're feeling up to it, I would love to lead you through a very quick. Just practice and show your audience what it's like to experience breathwork, and just what it the type of pattern and just what it can feel like to shift that energy within. And then from there, you know, there are a lot of uh, YouTubes, um, recordings, things of that nature. If you want to book a session with me, I always am open to holding space and doing either 30-minute or 60-minute sessions. So that link is available in my Calendly. In my bio, but just finding a mentor and someone to breathe you live or finding a recording where you can be listening to it in your, you know, in the safety of your home and in your privacy so that you can explore that part of yourself and giving yourself permission to do it.
0: Do we wanna do a little five minute right now?
1: Yeah, I would love that.
0: Okay, I'll put myself on mute, but I, I can hear you loud and clear and you can guide me through and everyone else who's listening. Uh, five minutes of breath work.
1: Perfect. So just a little forenote, if you are driving or in water, just make sure that you pause and do this when you are in a place where you are safe. I uh, just want to put that out there. Uh, go ahead and just ground yourself down. Feel yourself feel safely supported in the chair underneath you. If you like to feel your feet ground into the earth, go ahead and just take a nice deep inhale through the nose and exhale out the mouth. And just become aware of your breath and just notice your breath taking nice deep Belly breaths all the way down into the base of your diaphragm, that space where your ribs start to split. And so just be aware of that breathing as I explain the breath pattern. We're going to be doing a triactive pattern breath. So that's going to be a breath pattern that comes in through the mouth and out through the mouth, no nasal breathing. And it will be two inhales through the mouth with an exhale out. Inhale to the belly. Inhale to the chest. Exhale out the mouth. So it'll sound like this. Then... After about a minute and a half, two minutes of breathing, we'll take a top hold where you just take a nice deep inhale through the nose and hold your breath at the top for as long as it feels good for you. And as you exhale, just allowing yourself to release. And in that top hold is when you may notice a shift in your energy. You may notice tingling. You may notice any sort of buzzing sensations. All of that is normal. Go ahead and just take a nice deep inhale through the nose. Exhale out the mouth, let something go. And when you feel ready, begin that triactive pattern. Beautiful. Keep that conscious, continual breath. Knowing that you are fully safe and supported in this moment, that it is safe to feel, it is safe
2: to tune into your body.
1: Beautiful. Continuing to breathe, feeling that energy shifting, moving, circulating through you. With every exhale, letting go what no longer serves you. With every inhale, inviting in new life, creating new energy, new space.
2: Taking a nice deep inhale through the nose. Holding at the top, allowing yourself to feel your soul's essence, that energy shifting. Knowing that you are your own medicine and that the body is the healer. Exhale whenever you feel ready. And just allow yourself to soak in the shift. Noticing what feels different. Becoming the observer. Letting go of any judgment. Just being curious. I love to ask myself the question after I do breath work of what do I love? What do I want? We never really ask ourselves, what do I truly want? What is it actually that I need? What does my heart desire? Versus what is my ego telling me? Allowing us to create that connection, to shift our emotion. Journaling, if you feel called on anything that may have come up for you. And that was just two to three minutes.
1: How powerful of a tool this can be that you have with you in your pocket at any time. You own your power and that you get to claim it. And that is your free will.
2: Always sending love and
1: gratitude to yourself for taking the time to invest in you. The journey of self-discovery is scary, it takes courage
2: to explore the parts of us that we don't always want to face or that we resist.
1: But when we get to do it in a safe and supported way, we get to repattern and rewrite the story and become the hero of our
2: own movies. How did that feel for you, Trip?
1: I'd love to hear some feedback.
0: I got a little lightheaded, not going to lie.
1: That is totally <laughs> normal.
0: Yeah. It's like maybe it's because it's been a while since I've done anything like that. But I had to stop halfway through because I was getting a little lightheaded and I had to kinda reposition myself and open my eyes and ground myself into the world for a little bit. But then I got back into it and and it was it was nice. But yeah, like probably around thirty percent in, I was like, Whoa, I'm already feeling dizzy and my eyes were closed and everything. So I don't know if anyone else uh, out there felt that. I'm curious, what do you do if you start to feel a little lightheaded and nauseous kind of?
1: Yeah, feeling dizzy is absolutely normal and remember you always are in control. So you get to control. It's like a gas pedal. So if it's too much, take it off and just begin to just do those conscious continual breaths in through the nose out through the mouth. And so just r- slowing down the breath and just beginning to de- do those deep belly breaths, even if you want to count to four, inhale for four, hold for four, out for four um, to help slow you down. And just like you said, to reground and recenter you, but you may feel dizzy and that's absolutely normal. It's kind of, that's where the beauty of breath work is as we get to go through that resistance, but that's why it's so important to start small. Could you imagine doing that pattern for three hours straight to start off for your first experience?
0: Three hours? Wh- yeah. Who's doing this for three hours?
1: So holotropic breathwork can sometimes be a journey where it's a three-hour type of experience and it's to heavy drumming, which can be very triggering to the system, which is why I chose pause breath work, which is where we do this in very small doses. And it's introducing this medicine in a very small and safe way so that people feel safe to explore this side of themselves because we've never really been held in a safe container up until this point in humanity where we're finally being supported to kind of explore and in this personal growth and development
0: world in which we live. Wow. So what's the longest you've ever done this for? Did you do for three hours?
1: My longest session is 60 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So I will do a 60-minute session maybe once every month or so. But about usually, typically sessions are 30 minutes of actual breathing of meditative breathwork of that. Of that triactive pattern. And there are more... When you do longer sessions, there can be more physical side effects, which is why it's so important to make sure that you do have a breathwork facilitator and somebody who's certified to lead you and guide you through these practices. And if you are going to be doing it alone, that you do limit it to these two to three-minute practices to up to five minutes.
0: Wow. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's intense. What, what do you feel... After you do it for 60 minutes, like what's going on in your body and, your, and in your mind?
1: So that's really such a beautiful question is there's three states that we have in our mind. And we kind of live our life in that structured mind where it's very structured. It's you know how we survive. It's how we get through our day. And it's that feeling after a yoga class, which becomes our soft mind. And that's that soft mind where after a yoga class, you're just kind of in that like, oh, everything feels good. I feel relaxed and then we move into this third state which is embodied awareness. And embodied awareness is when you are just so integrated into your system that you are tapped into that state of alignment that you're receiving those you know those transmissions, those downloads, that deep intuitive knowing and that's how you get to lead your life is from that deep place of knowing and truth which is so powerful.
0: Wow, so cool. Well, for everyone who's listening highly recommend that you try this and if you didn't do the exercise you know try it if you did it once try it again uh, you know work with Tiffany she has some very cool uh practices here that can help you and and even if you're skeptical i would try it out anyways cuz you never know and what's the uh what's the worst that could happen right you just uh, get a little more oxygen so I think it's a great thing that you're doing here. A great thing you're teaching. And what's the best place for people to find you, Tiffany?
1: Thank you so much, Trip. Really, Instagram. I just love Instagram. So you can—I know it sounds contradictory—but slide into my DMs. You know, um, really, I do. Just love connecting. Social media is about connecting and being social, and I love using it in that platform. So, Tiffinity and Beyond is my handle. And there, you will find a link in my bio where you can schedule either a one-on-one session with me for 60 minutes or 30 minutes. And so you, if you want to explore deeper, um, if you want to get more into a series of breath work, definitely would love to support you and just hold space and give you and share the knowledge that I've learned.
0: Awesome. Sounds good. Guys, check her out. Put that in the show notes. Tiffany, thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for walking us through an exercise. It was very cool. And hopefully we'll, we'll talk to you again soon.
1: My pleasure, Trip. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a great day.